0: They're called Valmiki, and they are at the very bottom of India's rigid caste system. The government is spending hundreds of billions of rupees on a campaign to clean up India, but our observers Bipin and Yasho think they should be doing more to help people like Camus. 8 a.m. in Surindranagar district, in the state of Gujarat. For these villagers, morning means a trip to the fields, because like 450 million Indians, they have no toilet in their home. Hi, Bipin. Hi, Yasho. It's good to see you. It's good to see you. Thank you for coming. Now, sanitation is a huge issue for India. You've covered it for the video volunteers, and we'll be talking more about that later. But tell me first, what are some of the problems?
1: There are a lot of issues concerning sanitation, especially concerning women.
2: Let's go to the village and have a look. Okay. We, go.
0: we go to the home of the Zala family. Okay. The family has a toilet now, but Dimple remembers having to go to the fields like everyone else.
2: God, I'm too.
0: We used
1: the urinal in the courtyard to pee, the fields for the rest.
0: Is it dangerous for women to go out into the fields?
1: It's not safe for women to go out into the fields at night. There are animals and men walking around.
0: Like other families in the village, the Zalas employ someone to clean up after their animals. Kamu is what's known in India as a manual scavenger. In Gujarat, they're called matemelu, or dirt carriers. Both terms are euphemisms for a class of Indians who are destined by their birth to spend their lives picking up excrement, from animals,
1: sometimes from children as well,
0: and humans. You don't have to handle human waste to suffer from it. Lack of toilets takes a massive toll on Indians' health. Open defecation leads to illnesses like diarrhea, which kills 300 Indian children every day, and stunts their mental and physical growth. The Indian government is in the middle of a huge five-year campaign to install a toilet in every Indian home. In Surindranagar, officials say they've built more than 50,000 toilets so far.
1: This is a double soap pit system. The waste first passes through an inspection chamber. When the first soap pit is filled, the waste gets diverted to the
2: second one. That is how we use both the soap pits.
0: The campaign, known as Swachh Bharat or Clean India, is spending hundreds of billions of rupees on toilet construction. But Bipin and Yasho have a question. What's being done
2: under the Swachh Bharat campaign for sanitation workers? Under the
0: Swach Bharat program, we give them employment. In construction, they're helping us build toilets. Yasho doesn't buy it.
1: Sanitation workers are directly affected. What are you doing for them? Hmm.
0: Afterwards, Yasho tells us she's never once heard of a manual scavenger being hired by Swach Bharat in the district. They'll take it up with the district collector himself later in the week. So in the countryside, if you don't have a toilet, you go in the field. But what do you do if you live in the town?
2: In towns, people have to use the public toilet. These toilets are run by the municipal government. They're cleaned by sanitation workers. They're
0: manual scavengers. Today, Madhu is doing the job. The drain is blocked
1: here, so these toilets get filled daily, and I have to clean them out.
0: Men, have they ever harassed you or called you names?
1: Sometimes I come in and men are there naked squatting, they don't even stand
2: up or cover themselves.
0: In Indian families, people like Madhu are often called bangi, an insulting word not used in front of foreign journalists. Are they called bangi? 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 What does bangi mean?
2: Yes, they are called
0: bangi. Bangi means broken people. The town's sanitation workers gather twice a day to get their assignments, once in the morning and once after lunch. They live in a neighborhood reserved for families who make their living as manual scavengers. They're known as Valmiki, the very bottom rung of Indian society. Other residents of the town don't enter. Bipin and Yasho live nearby. This is my home. Over tea, we talk about the realities of India's caste system.
1: Things aren't going to change anytime soon, because the government doesn't really want them to change. They don't want Valmiki families to do a different job.
0: Bipin, who has a law degree, is a Dalit himself, what used to be known as untouchable.
2: Among Dalits, there's a group called Valmiki, which is considered the lowest of all. Valmiki are the ones
0: who are forced into sanitation work. Yasho comes from a family of Buddhists, but by marrying Bipin, she's considered untouchable too.
1: When we moved here, I faced discrimination at my office because I was married to a Dalit. Even though I was a senior manager, people wouldn't
0: share my lunch or touch my water. Their social activism has made them unpopular in the town. This is their fifth home in three years.
1: Once I invited a Valmiki family for dinner and the landlord found out. The very next day he asked us to move.
0: Bipin and Yasho don't have internet access at home, so we meet at a cyber-cafe to talk about their work.
2: Video Volunteers is in 17 of India's 29 states, with more than 200 community correspondents. We make videos to create awareness about
0: local issues. The correspondents are drawn from marginalized groups, and most have much less experience and education than Bipin and Yasho. The group gives them cameras, and training and urges them to focus on impact, bringing about concrete change in their community.
2: We were in the market when we saw workers in the sewer. I ran to get my camera. These were sanitation workers who were made to go into a blot sewer and clean it with their bare hands. That's manual scavenging. It's prohibited under a 2013 law. जे
0: माथे the video to people in town and even a meeting of officials. तो उतरो तो 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 उतरो तो? तो के Even after all this, the District Collector didn't take any action. And we're going to go see the District Collector, right? The District Collector is the senior administrative officer in the district. Last July, Bipin submitted a petition to him with 22,000 signatures, seeking better working conditions for the sanitation workers in his town. The Collector keeps them waiting, and things don't begin well. He tells Bipin and Yasho they can't film because they haven't made a formal application. But he does agree to give them an update. He says he remembers Bipin giving him a document, but didn't realize it was the petition itself. When Bippin mentions the video he made, the collector questions its authenticity.
1: This is not the topic under discussion. Don't try to change the subject.
0: By the end, Yasho has had enough. The pair feel they've been given the runaround again. So, Yasho, why do you think he didn't let you film for video volunteers? And does this kind of thing happen often when you're working?
1: The deadline for action is coming up, so he was being very careful. He knows we've been making videos and creating awareness of the problems.
0: The next day, Bipin and Yasho head back to the district capital to attend a rally by a local Dalit rights group the district collector has agreed to meet their leaders at his office, and Bipin and Yasho hope to tag along. The marchers gather at a statue to B.R. Ambedkar, the father of the Dalit rights movement. The group was founded after the murder of four Dalit activists in Gujarat in the 1980s they head toward the District Collector's Office. But when they arrive, they're told he has already left for the day. So the district collector isn't here. He told us on Monday you couldn't film without the right papers. On Tuesday, his deputy asked for another three months. When is the district finally going to take action?
2: The establishment doesn't believe in solving people's issues. They pretend to be concerned, but they're not. As long as they keep pretending, we'll never have solutions to our problems.
1: There's not much difference post and pre-independence. We're still struggling with the same questions. We're still looking for the same answers. We're still not a truly independent country. We're still fighting for our rights.
0: Do you think the upper caste Indians want the system to change?
1: No, they don't want the system to change. They want it to remain the same. The upper castes keep shutting us out to maintain the caste system again and again and again. It's an endless cycle.
0: We're going to be staying in touch with Bippin and Yasho. You can follow their progress on our site, observers.france24.com. I'll see you next time.